This podcast was recorded before the events in which Antonio Brown has been accused of potential rape charges. This podcast does not contone rape or violence towards women in any way or fashion. Thank you for listening to the Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Smack. Uh, this is season two, episode two, a smack of the clones. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our first uh, brand new segment. It's called Rapid Reactions. Uh, we have rapid reactions now at the start of certain episodes to games we've just watched, fights we just watched. This applies to UFC, it applies to NFL, NBA, whatever we're watching at the time. Justin, what game did we just watch? We just watched the Patriots smack down the Steelers. And what was the final score? It was 33-3. to And what are our thoughts about the Steelers this year? Oh, you garbage. You're a bunch <laughs> of garbage. Oh, my God. And Mike Tomlin, using those timeouts at the end of the game, you're an asshole. We, you know we, what? We my dog had to doo-doo. And <laughs> the reason she's not doo-dooing is because you're ass, all right? Anyways. Yeah, Mike Tomlin wanted to throw a little bit of ego right into the end of the game. and be like, oh, you know, Belichick, I'm better than you. I'm like... Not no, you're by, not. Not by Super Bowl count. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many uh, How many plays has he tripped? Right. Uh, Zero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, so my one statement to you guys would be, I'm going to look up just how many drops happen for the Steelers offense. It felt like no wide receiver. It's receivers. more than 10. It's, it's a lot of drops. I was like, <laughs> I felt actually bad for Roethlisberger. He wasn't playing well, but his wide receivers didn't seem to care. So. Hey. Yeah, that's our... You're a bum, Roethlisberger. Why don't you go ahead and ponder retirement again this year and realize how far the gap is between you and Tom Brady because you're never taking another championship. I mean, it looks real bad over in Town. Oh, yeah. So we all love it. That's our rapid reaction. We're coming back for Smack. <laughs> guys so we're just continuing our rapid reaction uh i brought this up to schwaggers recently uh the issue with the steelers was just as much dropped passes as it was quarterbacking i would say ben looked a little uncomfortable out there he was rushed constantly the steelers offensive line looked terrible but regardless of that uh dante moncrief this is the only set i have right now is he dropped seven of ten passes which is just Really significant. Astronomically terrible. You know what I mean? It, and and not only that, dude, Juju Smith-Schuster was covered the entire flipping game. Yeah, and it's it's really nothing against the Patriots defense. It's more like saying like the Steelers offense did not even have a clue. It felt like they hadn't, you know, practiced at all. And I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen an offense look that out of sync. Like... The wideouts would get a pass. I watched it time and time again, especially from Dante, where he had it right in his chest and his numbers and dropped it. And I was like, dude, that's like a Brandon Marshall drop drop pass. I was like, wow, this is actually terrible on the wide receiver's performance. Well, I would also give a lot of credit to Bill Belichick in this scenario. Yeah, he as made the I wide was, receivers wildly uncomfortable and worried that they were going to well, get Well, and now offense. he's the D coordinator, right? I yeah. mean, it's like, dude, he's got Jamie Collins. Yeah. He's got uh, Donta Hightower. Mm-hmm. He's got Patrick Chun. 
the cocaine addict. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Everybody running the backfield. <laughs> the Jones brothers, right? No, no, no. What is it? The uh, McCordy brothers, right? Yep. Devin and Jason. So, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I do think that Belichick is stepping into a head coaching role. And is with there, Flores, is there a song that's everybody have fun tonight. Everybody, <laughs> Patrick Chung tonight. Yeah, exactly. Is that a song? It's it yeah. It everybody cocaine tonight. <laughs> Patrick Chung has your hookup. <laughs> We're fine. It's just NFL Week One, so there's a lot of excitement. We're having a lot of fun over here. We're just enjoying it. You know, I mean, how can Why you not? not? Yeah. Week One, baby. Week One. We're back. Here you know? we are. Just here in time to see a bunch of injuries. So the biggest hit me, injury, Tommy. Hit me. The number one biggest injury we saw was Tyreek Hill taken to the hospital today, and that is a big blow to the Kansas City. Is teams. that the number one? I think Nick Foles is the number one. Yeah, I would say injury. that if Nick Foles is a good quarterback. Whoa! Jumping it, jumping it. You're like, dude, you jump in the copy. I know, Calm right? down. Yeah, yeah. Calm, calm down. down, Jay. Well, I would say that the backup looked pretty good for Nick Foles. I would say it's really not the end of the world if you don't have Nick Foles starting. For- Nick Foles is a great postseason quarterback. Well, ask Carson Wentz how he feels about that, dude. Uh, Carson Wentz is so happy. <laughs> Three touchdowns, no interceptions, the best game of probably his career. Yes, uh, and he's like, Nick Foles isn't waiting in the fucking, like, you know, Wings to take all the credit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, it's funny because the Jags, they look pretty good. And then, you know, they got... Beat. Miles Jack decked somebody in the face. Right? <laughs> right? Hey, there's nothing like a week one to be That like, was a really good fight. I mean, I was like, you know what? I'm enjoying this. I shouldn't be, but I am. <laughs> uh, other major injuries, Baker Mayfield with an injured wrist, which he said was fine. Uh, he looked like garbage on the field. He tried to... Yeah, no, it wasn't from playing football. It was from checking off too much. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, was, that was what I thought. Uh, the other big injury was T. TJ Watt, uh, defensive injury. That's actually a huge injury. And, yes, uh, it is. And uh, likewise, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. But when has TJ Watt not been injured? I know, right? It feels like in the family genes, unfortunately. You know what I mean? TJ, it's in the Watt chains. They they get hurt a lot. And yeah. it's because they're so physical. The chains. The genes. Uh, the genes. Uh, otherwise, uh, I think we both have to at least admit at this moment, we are sorry for not picking the Patriots winning that game. Well, yes. Well, wow. we were wrong. We were wrong heavily. We thought the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers would show up in some way, shape, or form, and that was not... At the beginning of the season, you usually uh, you expect that. But yeah, uh, you're like, well, you know, they got one of the best wideouts. They got rid of Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. And then, then we both talked and we're like, Maybe those guys left for a very, very good reason. Yeah, because they wanted to join a winning culture. I mean, that's... And then I guess that circles right back to the biggest thing. Antonio Brown is now a Patriot. What the fuck? Uh, Dude, if they beat the pants off the Steelers... 33-3. 33-3. to three. Without Antonio Brown. Without Antonio Brown. Which leads me to my, my biggest point here is, what the hell is with John Gruden? Uh, well, he's not running a good program, obviously. I know. I mean, well, I mean... You know, we have yet to see the Monday night games. This is being recorded on Sunday, so if suddenly the Raiders look the most awesome team ever, we're like, well... Who are they playing on Monday? Who's their team? Who are they uh, playing against? I don't know. Oh, it's man. Tough, tough call. Oh, it's not the Broncos, is it? 
It might be. Yeah, I I know that the Raiders. Are, you know, it is the Broncos. So yeah, so it's it Flacco is. versus your favorite quarterback who's healthy like once every five years, and uh, Derek Carr and uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Flacco versus Carr. Um, I would say this: if the Raiders suddenly look fucking amazing tomorrow night, like good on good on Gruden, amazing. What I've noticed from his program is they've lost Khalil Mack, they've lost Amari Cooper, and most increasingly significantly they've lost Antonio Brown. They've lost every major star player they've had in the last year. Justin, let me know if the only player left standing in that organization is Derek Carr because that, that's what I think. Well, it's either going to be him throwing fucking passes or, uh, you know, uh, Chucky there. That, I mean, what do you have left at that point? I know, I know. What I'm saying is Gruden is getting rid of talent Faster than I've ever seen from an organization. Well, and there seems to be a real gap between his uh, coaching philosophy and the ownership at the Raiders. And I understand he's trying to draft all new talent. I get that. I get his strategy overall. But why did Antonio Brown get in a fight with the GM on the Raiders suddenly be... And they're like, he's suspended for the first game because nobody fights our GM. And Gruden's like, I don't control him. Then Antonio Brown immediately gives up around from what I've heard 25 to 30 million dollars to go play for the Patriots for one season. What is yes. the logic there? Well, I mean, honestly, he wants to be a part. Heard, this is the biggest story I've heard all year. Okay. Like nothing is bigger. There's, there's two things I wanted to touch on this yeah. week. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, cool. okay. And this, this actually hits one of them. Number one, New England is rehab for ego <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah, Josh Gordon played today. So <laughs> right? we saw that. He got a touchdown, too. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, it looked I mean, all right. Yeah, dude, he looked great. He looked great. I love that Edelman lines up next to him, and he's like, he's like I've never had drug problems, but he's fine. He just has a Well, dude, look who's back. Pattern. Jamie Collins. Yeah, Jamie right. Collins. I mean, yeah. you got two ex-Browns players, Josh Gordon and Jamie Collins yeah. playing on We're the same team. We're going to get into what's up with the Browns in a minute. Yes, so, yeah. we will. We yeah. will. Yeah. But uh, I really do think that there is a huge gap between what's going on with Gruden and what's going on with ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, like, why wouldn't you hang on to guys like Amari Cooper? Why Khalil would, Mack, dude. You Khalil know what I mean? Mack. It doesn't you know, matter how many draft picks you get. That was Khalil Mack. Mack, yeah, I know. If you would hold, if you had held on to those pieces. The best player on defense in been the able to get. League. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, like. Salary cap is a tricky thing, right? Sure, sure. And you may be one of the picks to rebuild the team in your image. But, I mean, I think they would have been able to hold on to to Khalil, Amari, and then you bring in AB, and it's like different teams. Who don't matter, and why not keep your core intact? Why did you break up your core? When, when you're cutting out number one draft picks over the course of three years to like state your image as a coach, and then Antonio Brown's like, I'm just not with it, and Bales immediately loses $20 million, let's say, at the least that he loses, and just goes to the Patriots to win a ring. What does that say about your organization? What does that say about your coaching? It says a lot about the culture, I think. Yeah, it's all culture. 
you know, in Oakland, yeah. where it's just like, guys, like... They're going to move to Vegas next year. Yeah. I'm shocked that they have a stadium to play in this year. That surprises me. It's some Bush League bullshit. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? It's run like a minor league team by one of the weirdest bowl cut <laughs> I know. that I've ever seen. Your dad was like one of the biggest badasses of his era, yeah. and you're like the joke. You know what I mean? The like bowl cut. Yeah, you're the fucking bulk. You're Chucky. <laughs> Chucky. You got Chucky and Chucky, Coach Chucky. Look, and we're, <laughs> we're not going to put it too hard on the Raiders and the Steelers today, but our next major topic is, okay, so we're watching the game, Justin. And, you know, I'm not necessarily anti-Aaron Rodgers, but in the middle of this lovely game, it's the Patriots, the Steelers. Chris Collinsworth, one of my favorite announcers. He, uh, yeah, I know. He I just, know. I noticed. So so midway <laughs> through the third quarter, he's like, it's like, so, you know. Tommy's always got something to say about look, Collinsworth. I just, I just have an opinion because it's a Sunday night football. It is the main game of the weekend. Uh, I can only imagine since you're a Bears fan and the amount just, of time he spends like licking Aaron Rodgers' asshole. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's, here's what Collinsworth does. is like mid-third quarter. There's action happening on the football field. There's no reason he can't be commenting on what's happening. He goes... So, you know, Al, you know, Michael's, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we were, we were hanging out with Aaron Rodgers earlier in the week and we we're just talking to him. I'm like, you guys are literally commenting on a quarterback who's not even playing in the game I'm watching to comment on how great. And not only that, he only scored 13 points. All right, shut the flip he up. He scored 10 points. He threw for one touchdown. Yes. That Thank is you. horrendous for Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I'm sorry my stats were off, but I mean, dude, it's, he had a shit game. He had a shit game. The Bears defense destroyed Aaron Rodgers. We just couldn't score on our own end. We'll get to that in a minute. My point to you is that Chris Collinsworth went out Found of his a way, way to, to talk about it. Aaron yes. Rodgers into a Patriots Every fucking game, game with it's that guy. It's not even about that uh, team. It is very frustrating as like someone who's just like, can we well, talk you know, about the game? Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, are you guys He's banging? won one. One Super Bowl. So has Trent Listen, Dilfer. Chris, Trent I get it. Dilfer. I know. He looks great in a Canadian tuxedo. So is Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, my God. The best game of Flacco's life. One Super Tommy's Bowl. fired up. This I'm is the a most fired up. Like, you had to go out of your way for my Sunday night. I was like, you know what? This is great. It's just really our old rivalry. Well, it's I Patriots mean, versus Steelers. Why did you bring the Packers into it? What do they have to do with this they, game? They, he this didn't even bring the Packers into it. He brought Aaron Rodgers into it. I know. Yeah, he likes. He always has to equivocate all the best quarterbacks Brady's, in the league Brady's with about, Aaron Rodgers. I know. I'm like, Brady's about to win his seventh ring, which makes him the greatest of all time. Yeah, how many you have, football. Chris? How many you have? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's beyond just football. He's going to beat I Michael think that's Jordan. that's a problem. I don't want to call it this early, but the Patriots look like they're Super Bowl bound, which is like a big point to Would talk you about. shut your no. dirty well, mouth? i shut my mouth for now. But shut like, your dirty mouth right it. now. But we like, got to knock on wood, both course. of us. I'm just saying. Knock that, like, on wood, you I'm, son I of did. a bitch. The number of <laughs> Super Bowl rings compared to Aaron Rodgers, do you know that it's six times over, Justin? Yeah, he won one. You have to surpass the entire, entire hand to get to Aaron Rodgers. Why was that brought up during this game cast? I don't understand. I don't know why me and Justin aren't the commentators for these types of games. And by the way, we are sponsored tonight. We are sponsored by... Latin by haters games. of Chris Collinsworth. Oh, I was going yeah, to say... <laughs> I was gonna, uh, well, yeah, sure. But I was going to say, uh, you know, if you, if you like a smooth, smooth Lagunitas, why not try a little something? Yeah, you know, a little something, something. Yeah. 
You it's know, a, something easy. Uh, you know, something easy. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a good a lovely, summer beer. It's a good summer beer. Uh, we're so stoked to not be sponsored by them, but someday, someday. You know, you when know you want to sneak into the jacuzzi area after hours, it's called a little j- something, j- something. Jacuzzi, I believe. Uh, all right, let's talk about what happened in the Cleveland Browns. So they got nobody you know, knows Odell Beckham Jr. They got Baker Mayfield. Eventually, they got Kareem Hunt. The point in is eight games, the Browns, seven now. This is the final score, 43-13. to 13. The Browns lost to the Titans. Uh, yeah. What, what kind of what result is that, Justin? Well, I would say this. I think Mike Vrabel is uh, doing great as a head coach. Sure. And Actually, I'm not just the, saying the that do, as a Patriots fan. They do look good. Yes. That's, there's nothing, Agreed. There's nothing wrong to say about the fact that you're running to a Titans team that did make the playoffs the last two years. Yes. Yeah. True story. Yeah. And they've done better under Mike Vrabel than they've done under anybody else. And that's fair. And that is 100% fair. You know, I, I would give them that. Yeah. But here's the thing. They're competitive. Uh, They're very competitive. You know. They have a strong defense. The problem with the NFL is just like anything else. Baker Mayfield is a flashy guy, right? Has he been overhyped? Do we think? Or is this a sophomore slump? What do we think? What what's wrong? Well, I think he was his, on the injury report today after the game, so he had he hurt some like finger his or wrist. wrist or something. Yeah, yeah it's like, but it could have been that bad. He's probably fine. Yeah, I mean, the my point to you is is that yeah. he's not focused. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, dude, if you're at a Cleveland Indians game, fucking shotgun and base, like. Yeah. Not a good look for the team. No. And it basically just shows yeah. where you're at with mm-hmm. your training, with where you're at with your right. game study, where you're at with your film right. study. Like that's that's what is it that shows all me. Coaching is that all like agents being responsible for their players? Well, I what think, is that? I think that's culture. It's I mean culture it, of the organization. Yes. And if he wanted to bring that culture to the Browns. He's got yeah. the opportunity to do so. I mean, look, man. Yeah, you're talking about the Baker Mayfield culture. Establish a brand. Be like, look, guys, we don't drink in the week. We drink after we win a game after Sunday. And that's well, the only night we drink. And good thing, good thing, you good can thing wash that one away and go, look, that was not a divisional game. Right, right, right. right, that, right. That's not going to determine our playoff uh, look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, our, look, you got to make it through the fucking Ravens, well, I which, guess, you know, this is which I be- mean, God damn, Lamar, Lamar Jackson looks like an absolute animal. Well, and like of all the things, like this is the overreaction day of all overreaction days. We're like, oh my God, the Patriots look like they're about to win the Super Bowl. We don't know how they're going to look in game two. No, I mean, look, look injuries. I mean, dude, come on. You know, it's, it's, today is the overreaction day. It's like, we've seen most of the games of week one and like, oh my God, this team's going to win every other game. It's like, no, but what we're noticing now is issues. And we're noticing a major issue with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a leader. No, he's uh he's a diva. He doesn't seem like a cancer yet. I wouldn't say that. I no. would say he looks he looks like rookie-ish and he was a rookie last year so that checks out. But I would say that like as far as his quarterbacking goes, it looks like a sophomore slump from here on out. Yeah. And that you know, again, without a way doubt, too, way too early to call. But dude, when you lose 43 to 13 to the Titans. You know, that is a moment where it's like the Titans don't really score over 30 points. Usually they are a defensive running back based squad. They ran all over you. And when you were on offense, they ran over you even more. Yeah, it was ugly, dude. Yeah. And uh, he's he's under pressure constantly. 
Uh, didn't look comfortable in the pocket ever. It kind of comes back to Justin's point about pocket presence in the last podcast. Uh, there's a lot to not like about Baker Mayfield right now. Yes. If you are a fantasy player, please, please bench Baker Mayfield. There's yeah, no I reason know, right? to start him after this. Like He looked terrible. Um, similarly, Mitch Trubisky looked real, real bad. Um, I'm a Bears fan, obviously. Uh, one of the yeah, things yeah. I would say about Bears <laughs> offense is it start, it's, it's actually, I will say this, you know, similar to the week one statement, the Bears offense is starting just about as, as rough as it was last year. We started up, I think, 21 to three against the Packers, and we gave up like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. We lost 24 to 21. Uh, this year, we put up a three-point field goal, and the defense was out there absolutely destroying Aaron Rodgers. The problem is that Mitch Trubisky didn't show up to the game. And, and that's a major failure, that man. A, it is a no, major you know what? I, now I remember who your offensive coordinator is. He's yeah. the old head coach of the Colts. What's no, his that's, that's our defensive coordinator. Actually. Oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so our current offensive coordinator didn't do particularly well. The defense actually did incredible. So as, as a Bears fan, I would say our division is tough. We're currently at the bottom of the division because of all, of all the things Detroit Lions tied with the Arizona Cardinals. The game that nobody watched, I would assume. Um, oh, I know why you guys didn't win. Adam Gase is your fucking offensive coordinator. No, he was back in the day. He's not now. Oh. That was from Are you sure? Ago. Yeah, no, that was, that was... Adam Gase used to be our... our Mark Helfrich. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we have some random dude. Um, no, I would say the number one issue is Mitch looked real, real bad. He was close to scoring touchdowns. He was in the red zone. He was close. He threw a pick. Brutal. Uh, and then the next time he was sacked, um, or maybe the time after that, overall, Mitch Trubisky just looked like uh, he was not the same quarterback as last year. Uh, I think that for him, I honestly believe he has the physical talents to beat any team. It is a hundred percent mental. Um, I know that like we've suffered a lot, uh, with Jay Cutler as our quarterback. I, yeah. don't, I don't think that Mitch Trubisky is this type of an implosion type quarterback. He played terrible in week one. Let's see how he does in week two. Let's see what the rebound is. It's what's going on with his development though. That yeah. like, like here's the deal. Like sure. the thing that bothers me more than anything mm-hmm. um, is that Helfrich is not doing him in any, any favors. favors right. No, not at all. The other He's major, not developing him yeah, the where he needs to major be. Major issue if you're a Bears fan, you know that we traded Jordan Howard last year. That was a terrible move. Uh, we have a rookie starting as a running back now, David Montgomery, and uh, starting a rookie at running back is so so dicey. Uh, yeah, what happened? You guys are all rookies on that offense. Yeah, we were probably one of the youngest teams in the entire league. And uh, I would say this, give us a couple weeks. We're going to gel. The number one thing is that we on defense, my man. Now, not that the Packers defense doesn't look sick as well, but the Bears defense. I'm like, this is like a Super Bowl-type defense. We're close to like the Urlacher, like, just give us a few weeks. I'm not mad about the Bears losing week one. I wasn't really mad about them losing week one last year. I was like, just wait. Just wait for something to develop. I know that the cool part about our coaching staff is they adjust. It's, it's the opposite of the John Fox era. We was like, oh, yeah. He's like, we're still going to do the same offense. I'm like, I feel like you're not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now let's Jay. Let's Tommy's yelling. Yeah, let's let's leave the Bears for a minute. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he had a total quarterback rating of sixty five point six, and it was also reported um, through our broadcast that this is one of the worst starts of the Steelers of all time. One well, I worst, mean, he was ready to retire, ever. right? The, the yeah. beginning of last season. Sure. You don't think he's going through those motions right now? I know, right? He's, he's, like, <laughs> like, he's with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to retire. Fuck this. You know, I, I dude, you're honestly. Cool. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. No. <laughs> well, dude, him and Tom Brady are basically the same age. Look yeah. at the two of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady, he looks younger than me and you. I do. will say this about your defense: is the Patriots' defense looks top tier, dominant. It looks dominant, top tier. I know that the uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive line looked terrible. I will say that. Yes, and they weren't even out there that long, so they could have been gassed. They could have been that tired. The O line looks awful. Well, do Vegas had this like a two point game? Oh my two point spread. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was yeah. yeah. It was only a thirty point difference from that. Um, <laughs> True story. Uh, no, but I would say, what's up with Ben Roethlisberger? Do you think this is his last season? One hundred percent. I think so as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like, look, man, he's like, I've made my money. I've got my double chain. He has two rings. He, dude, he looks like we do. Like he looks like he's been to the bar every fucking weekend. And drinking well, beers we is out every day. He, like we were, we were saying how Tom Brady keeps looking better and better. Better, like, yeah. Like how does he look skinnier now? Chiseled, he, chiseled. How bro. does he look skinnier now than when he came into the league? He looks in better shape. This dude has like some kind of like Chris Hemsworth, like Thor type workout. I'm no, like, holy. I mean, honestly, dude, everybody shits on Alex Guerrero, and I'm like, all right, you call him this fucking crazy Brady shaman. It's real good. Yeah. All right, yeah. like he look at the results. In the Super Bowl, we were look also at talking the about that too. I was like, he won the Super Bowl. He looked like it was slacking in the Super Bowl <laughs> coming out of this game. <laughs> and the Steelers are supposed to be a challenge. Um, I would say this, <laughs> that. Uh, oh, it also that was unbelievable. His quarterback rating it came up as a stat mid game one fifty nine. It was one fifty eight point three in third down situations. Whatever, so Brady I rounded is it up. Essentially perfect. He was six for seven. And he threw a touchdown on like two out of three of those passes. <laughs> I was like, yo, the Steelers look awful. Roethlisberger looks terrible. Do you think Mike Tomlin gets fired this year? That is my major question. 100%. Do you think so? Yes. Do you think he gets fired? Do you think he retires? Do you think he's just done? I, I think they I will give him like the like, option I don't like to retire. On the sideline. I don't like his his reactions. I know I know that's a lot to say. I only experience what I'm looking well, at when I'm watching him. You know, after he, he looked, tripped that guy. But he you looked, know, I mean, I never have respect for him after uh, that. That was a rough game. You know, <laughs> the, the game we're watching tonight, I'm watching Mike Tomlin on the sideline. Implode. Doing, doing all these expressions, doing these facial expressions. He's like, uh, they're going to call that again. I'm like, yeah, because your defensive player did pass interference. You have no control over your team, and you're just asking, acting like because you've been there before, you don't have to try now. That's what I got from it, Jay. I, I'm just watching this game, and I'm watching a coach like just act like he's got all ego, and he doesn't have to put in any work. Well, and I it mean... It was frustrating to watch. Well, again, what I mentioned it before. I'm like, why the fuck... When you're down by 30, are you now using your timeouts? I know. I you know, know what I mean? Like, what the it hell? Like, it was like a You a-hole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. now you're making me suffer as a fan. 
Yeah. Just end it. You're no. not going to win. No. I, I would say that Mike Tomlin is a great defensive coach. And I honestly think the defense was pretty much there, but the Steelers' defense was tired because the offense was terrible. Yes. So that's what I'd argue. They were on the field the yeah. whole game, dude. Tomlin's a great defensive coordinator. Honestly, when the Steelers won the Super Bowls, it was more about defense than the offense for sure. Um, and, you know, it's just it's just weird to watch a coach kind of like not not care. So we're going to talk. I'm about not surprised. Are you? I mean, it's Tomlin, dude. About Tomlin. I'm a little surprised about. I'm not one. like his face showed me that he didn't care. And yeah. I was like, that actually, and maybe he does care like a lot, but his facial expressions, and honestly, like, w- w- I'm not the only person reading that. What about his teammates? Like, what about what about the players playing under him? When he looks over there, he looks exasperated. He's like, oh, well, the line didn't protect Roethlisberger enough. I'm like, did you not adjust for the blitz? All you have to do is bomb it because somebody's wide open down the field. You know that. That's what Brady knew. Brady against the blitz was 158.3 quarterback rating. All right, let's talk about stupid. Let's talk about the anyways. Let's talk about the fact that Jameis Winston threw two pick sixes in his first game, therefore losing the game as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Is Jameis Winston a quarterback in the NFL, Justin? No. My answer to you is no as well. No, that's a hard no. I mean, like honestly, there's better guys out there. Like, look, Case Keenum. Right. Playing for the Washington Redskins today. Yeah. Played better than Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was solid. Yeah. Not a mess. 17 nothing yeah. at the half. Right, I'm like, right, you guys right, had right. this game won. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, they got a long way to go. The Redskins got a long way to go. Sure. Uh, especially you against the Eagles. <laughs> well, Number yeah, one. that too. Yeah. Super offensive. Yeah. It's kind of low-key, especially high-key racist. All right, aside from that, Kyler Murray actually looked pretty good. He brought the uh, Cardinals back to tie a very lackluster Lions defense, and the Lions, they tied the Cardinals today. Um, Of course, there's a week one tie in this weird NFL league. Yeah, and you got to be stoked as a Bears fan, right? Because you just played a fucking divisional game, lost at home, and, and now the Lions. <laughs> the, the Lions only have a half game lead over us. Yes. The Vikings look good. But then again, Kirk Cousins. He's season, Kirk Cousins. He looks dude. fine beginning of the season. By like game five, you're going to see the regular Kirk Cousins. Well, it, supposedly, like, his offensive line has been upgraded. So. Sure. He's supposed to be a lot better this year, but yeah. I keep waiting for it to happen. I mean, that guy's jump fucking team so many damn times. You're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, hey, he's I've like a journeyman. I don't yeah. know that this is his home. I don't know. Uh, otherwise, the 49ers uh, looked real, real good against James Winston, as we were saying. Uh, that's your old boy Garoppolo over there. He's looking all right. Yeah, well, you know, the defense really fucking held up their end of the bargain on that yeah. game. I wonder yeah. if this is the new look 49ers. I wonder if this is the team to kind of like dark horse make the playoffs. Well, yes, first round. I don't think they get out of the second round, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't think they stand up to like... Uh, nice, nice to see them build, though. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're young gonna, coach, young QB. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to circle back to uh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts. We talked about them a lot with Andrew Luck's retirement. And then this is a horrible, devastating injury for the Colts. Devin Funches, running back, breaks his collarbone after a $10 million contract for this season with the Colts. Uh, so, Jay, do the Colts have a shot in hell? No. 
And I think that's Never over. with Jim Irsay at the fucking helm. Right, no right, way. Right. I think it's over. That stupid redneck. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yeah, He shouldn't even have a team. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree. I think it's a, you know, it's always sad. At least it's not Donald Trump, right? The only person I, yeah, ooh, there we go, shots fired. The only the only reason Kaboom. I ever root for the Colts is like, well, I actually like to see like backup quarterbacks come in and like just dominate. And it's like Jacoby Brissett, bro. Exactly. He was, uh, dude. I will tell you this. I was in Asia mm-hmm. following the Pats, sure. And I was like, all right, wait a second. They won with, uh, you know, Tom Brady went out right for yeah. like three games. Sure. Then Garoppolo was in. Yeah. Right. He went out. Then it was Jacoby Brissett. They went all. They went three out of four with three different fucking yeah. quarterbacks. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 2016. I'll never forget that. No. Um, so I guess the point there is that uh, the Colts. I feel like the season's a wrap, unfortunately. Yeah, as Why much as I like Jacoby and want to see him do well, yeah, yeah. Um, similarly, I feel like the Jaguars season is kind of over with the Foles. Yeah, with out. Foles done. Yeah, I it's mean, the backup over. looked good. But Are you surprised, though? Are you really surprised? I'm surprised that Foles got hurt in game one. I'm no, like, I'm not. already? No, I'm not like, at all. Wow, dude. Yeah, dude, he's always had that in him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why did he always do well later in the yeah, season? He broke his clavicle. Um, it's it's a He's got surgery literally tomorrow. Um I, you know, he might be back this season, but I feel like as far as the Jags go, that was kind of the one big hope was like, they're like, all right, now we don't have Bortles. We're going to be more solid. Uh, no, he's out. And uh, yeah. I agree. I thought the Jaguars were going to be better with yeah. Foles and like yeah. a contender. I agree. It, it In the like, AFC South. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to be the Titans. So I feel like the Jags. They might hang mid middle. They might get like some kind of wild card round. I feel like you're saying the same thing I'm saying. They're not going to make it much further than the wild card round. No, uh, it just sucks that like that defense. Immediately, yeah, immediately no, 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 no. Like, yeah, no. I for the Jags in general, I I, I really feel bad because um, when Blake Bortles took that team to the playoffs, that defense. That defense was incredible. The right back was incredible, too. Leonard Fournette. It's yeah. the same fucking team. Yeah, Nothing's yeah, yeah. changed. It's just all these guys are living in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just the Florida, <laughs> the Florida effect. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, and then another point. Uh, Carson Wentz looked really, really great today. Justin, what do you think about the mobile thing? Do you think he gets hurt soon? Um, I don't think he was the quarterback he was when he was the MVP when they won the Super Bowl anymore. I mean, that would have been Nick Foles that year. Yes, but Carson Wentz took them there. And my point to you is, is that that year when he got injured, Mm -hmm. um, he was putting his body on the line a lot. When I watched him play the Redskins today, yeah, and the, they were up seventeen nothing. The Redskins, right? And so, so once came back, he came back. Yes, seventeen nothing. Hole. He held on to that pocket passer position, and he came back. So they were trailing twenty to seven, and they came back to win thirty two to twenty seven. Yes, and that's a lot to be said. Is he is more. Confident. Pocket passer. He's confident. Yes, he it's is. Literally his confidence. But he's not putting his body on the line like mm-hmm. he did in 2016. He's like standing back in the pocket, mm-hmm. even if it's not going to work for the first half. Yeah. He was like, I, like, I know 
I can stand in here as a pocket passer and still succeed. And also, is some of this related to sort of the Redskins' like chronic issue with like giving up big games? Yes. Like Jay Gruden is yeah. a bad coach. Yeah, yeah. They they have like chronic Jay and John with like, with like big leads. They 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 tend to give them up. seventeen nothing, bro. Like you go yeah. into the half seventeen nothing, you're expecting to win that game. I mean, right, right, right. What the hell? Yeah. But you know, costume. You know, that's the whole thing. So he's starting to settle in into the role of a confident pocket passer. Yes, I I think so. Which I, is why I he's so highly touted right now. Yes, quarterback. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gonna be running for the fucking. You know sidelines anymore. You right. know, try to fucking drive it down the middle in his own legs. Everyone's like, "Watch your ACLs, dude." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're freaking us out, though. Yeah, dude. you're freaking us out. You don't need to do that. And Doug Peterson is such a great coach. He's I mean, honestly, strong. he's very strong. So yeah, that that's my feelings on that game. But anyways, um, so any any major surprises to you, Justin, in Week One? To me, it was the implosion of the Browns. I was literally shocked by how terrible that and the implosion of the Falcons. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, how the hell did you lose that game? Yeah. Like that. Matt Ryan is aging. Aging out, I think, a little bit. He's yeah, well, Julio Jones, too. I mean, like, what the hell happened, dude? Yeah, they should have, oh. by all means, been that's that good. And then the uh, resurgence of uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, he looks great. Yeah. Yeah, that guy doesn't age. He's going to play another 10 years. Like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with... Um, Why not? With their new uh, quarterback. Kyler dude. Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray's Kyler crushing Murray it. Looks, looks good. Yeah. He looks good out of nowhere. Uh, all right, so let's let's uh, dip into the uh, Major League Baseballs. Uh, we're coming up. Uh, we're getting close to October. Uh, so we know this right now. Uh, Yankees, Astros, and Twins are in. Dodgers are in. Cardinals and Braves are in. And again, that's right now, but it does seem that way. Now, the wild card race, it feels like a pretty much, it's it's a kind of a free-for-all because we have, in the American League, Tampa Bay, Oakland, Cleveland, and then Boston with eight games back. They're all fighting for this one wild card spot. And then similarly, in the National League, the Nationals, the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, the Brewers, the Phillies, and the Mets. And those guys are all within like basically four games of each other. We're about to see like a really epic September for baseball. Yeah, and I'm excited about it, dude. I'm super excited. I will say, like right now, my favorite to win the World Series is actually the Dodgers, and I'm actually shocked to say that. Yeah, same here. The Dodgers uh, look really, really strong. Yes, but let's see how they do against the Astros, dude. Right. Who the AL team is? Right. Whoever the I'm AL very team is. curious. Yeah, they've been they've been amazing all year. Um, this well, they is, sucked against AL teams. I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that this is the one major question: is like, are the Yankees that strong? And the Yankees are really, really strong this year. They're healthier than they were the past couple of years. Uh, the Astros are, are coming in firing. Uh, I feel like in the National League, honestly, you know, I'm a Cubs fan, but I would say the Cubs aren't really that much competition. It's going to be a close race. I'm really looking forward to uh, late September, early October. Uh, obviously always hoping for my Cubs to be in the mix. Uh, but I feel like this season, if it's not Yankees, Dodgers in the, you know, in the MLB finals, I'm like, well, then who would it be? <laughs> well, know? I mean, it's definitely going to be the Dodgers. The Dodgers are dominating the They NL. are sick. It would be a huge upset for any National League team to beat them. Um, 
All right, guys, we have another exciting segment for y'all. Uh, this is another Pepe's Picks. Uh, much appreciate Michael Pepe coming back for uh, Pepe's Picks. And this is uh, the way too early Super Bowl projections. Justin, uh, you know, you already predicted it was, it was going to be Bears Patriots, right? No. No? You're like, I no. never said that. I've never said that once. You're like, I thought it was going to be you dirty bastard. Jets Lions. <laughs> yeah, I know. Lowest rated oh, Super God. Bowl of all time. The one nobody uh, ever wants to watch. You're like, this is horrific. Hey, so uh, Justin, what can you tell me about Pepe? So uh, Pepe is a guy who's very much involved in the gambling scene as far as... Uh, DraftKings. DraftKings, FanDuel. Yeah. Um, he very much likes to play the week-to-week. Mm-hmm. Um, Knows about spreads. Dude, really good on the spreads. Yeah, yeah. Although he blew it on the Bears Packers uh, pick. I mean, that was a rough thing. It, nobody, you know what I mean? Covered the spread there. No, not yeah. at all. Same thing with the game. Same thing with the Pats Steelers. Well, nobody saw that coming. No. I didn't see that coming. That no. was that was wild. I didn't yeah. know that the Steelers were going to suck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Pepe has always been involved on the razor's edge of uh, gambling. Right. Um, so, yeah, I always took it as, took his advice, and he would always tell me where he'd make money and where he wouldn't. And I was like, hey, listen, we got this sport ki- sports podcast. You should join the, uh, join the team. And, uh, you know, at least some, our listeners can benefit from the money he's making. So that's why we did it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, with without any further ado, here is Pappy's picks this for this Super Bowl. Way too early. Super Bowl. Way too early picks. Hey, it's Michael Pepe with Pepe's picks. Let's talk about the Super Bowl and the best odds to win the divisions first. So let's start with the NFC East. Okay, we got the Eagles at five to eight odds to win their division. Cowboys in second, eight five. I like the Eagles. I think they're fully healthy. I think they've got depth with a healthy Carson Wentz. They can do this. Uh, let's move on to NFC North, where the Bears are seven to four favorites. Minnesota's a nine to five favorites. Uh, and I'm only going to say Green Bay in there is 11 to five, only because we know the Bears and Green Bay open this week. But uh, I do like the Bears. However, Minnesota, given a healthy team, and maybe if they get that offensive line together, you know, Kurt Cousins can pull it off. Uh, but right now, I'll stick with the Bears, the better defense. Uh, let's go on with NFC South. Who's going to win that? Well, New Orleans. You know, uh, they're five to seven favorites. Uh, Atlanta is three to one favorites. Remember, a healthy Atlanta team. Remember, they had lots of injuries last year. They could still win this division. Okay, so that's a possibility for them. Uh, the Panthers come in third at 15 to four. Um, and, you know, that's based on Cam Newton's shoulder. If he's healthy, they'll probably do better. If he's not healthy, well, you know, they won't do as well. Uh, and Tampa Bay, uh, there's, I think they're throwing in the towel, Tampa Bay. They're 16 to 1. Um, now let's move on to NFC West. We've got the Los Angeles Rams. They're 4 to 7 favorites. Seattle Seahawks, after that trade with Jebby, with Jebby and, uh, Clowney, right? They've lost their defense a little better. They're 7 2 favorites. They could sneak in and win this division, kids. I think it's a good possibility. San Francisco, I don't know. Is Jimmy Garofalo healthy? Can he play a full season? Uh, he's also a, they are seven to two favorites. The Cards, hey, 35 to one odds to win their division. Yeah, they're dead last. All right, let's go on to AFC East. Everyone's favorites. 
And the Patriots, of course, are one to five favorites to win it. Who else do you choose here? Uh, followed by the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. The Dolphins are six to one. They traded off their best offensive lineman to Houston uh, for several first-round draft picks in the future. Uh, I, yes, I think they threw in the towel. They'll play hard. You know, Brian Flores will make sure they play hard and so forth. But, yeah, it's the Patriots all the way here. Definitely the Jets. Uh, they got a possibility of winning some games and uh, causing some havoc. Uh, let's move on to the AFC North. Very competitive here. You've got the Browns, five to four favorites to win their division, followed by Pittsburgh Steelers, eight to five, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, seven two, and of course Cincinnati Bengals, six to one. I think the Bengals have thrown in the towel here myself. Um, I think the other three, the Browns, Steelers, and Ravens, pretty close match. I really do. Uh, I'll give a nod to the Browns right now, right now, to win their division. Um, now let's go on to the AFC South. We've got Houston and the Jaguars, two to one favorites to win their division. Surprisingly, the Jaguars have moved up. And I want to keep that in mind, keep that team in mind, Jacksonville uh, Jaguars later on when I talk about uh, odds to win the Super Bowl. Uh, followed by the Titans and the Colts. Um, Houston, using Houston Texans, uh, they may be gaining something for as an offensive line, but defensively losing, you know, Jadavian Clowney going to Seattle, uh, they're not going to be able to stop the run as much. So people are going to run on them, and both the Jaguars and Titans run the ball, and yes, they could lose to those two teams, you know, or they could split the, you know, conference play with them, the divisional play, I mean, one and one. Um, now let's move on to the AFC West. Uh, I've got the Chiefs. At four to nine favorites, followed by the Chargers, nine to four favorites, uh, Broncos and Raiders at 16 to one and 20 to one. Yeah, it looks like the Chiefs. The Chargers are going to be without, um, uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, I'm definitely pulling for the Chiefs for the long haul and also to, uh, you know, also my favorite in AFC to represent, you, you know, in the Super Bowl. Let's move on to the NFC championship. All right. So these are the teams that are 15 to 1 or better to win the NFC championship, right? So we got New Orleans and Los Angeles. The Eagles and the Bears are 5 to 1. Those are the odds to win the NFC championship. Amazing. You got all four of those clustered there. Followed by the Cowboys, 8 to 1. Uh the Packers are 9 to 1, even though they were third in their division, right? They're a little more, they and Minnesota are nine to one. So that's possibly a wild card. That's maybe what the odds makers are thinking here. Followed by Atlanta and the Seahawks, 15 to one odds. Kind of interesting, right? Uh, then let's look at the AFC championship. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, 11 4, Patriots 11 to 4. The odds makers have all talked about, you know, Patriots a little better, Kansas City a little better. I mean, the odds are going back and forth, but I think that's, they're evenly matched. I, I would say that they're evenly matched. Um, Los Angeles Chargers, followed by Los Angeles Chargers, they are 71 odds to, uh, win the AFC championship. Uh, then you've got the Cleveland Browns and the Steelers are 9 to 1, the NFC championship. Now we come back to the Jaguars. They're 12 to 1. And the Texans are 15 to 1 to win the NFC AFC championship. And I think it gets down to, you know, if Foles comes through for the Jaguars, right? And they run the ball effectively as they did two or three years ago. Yeah. Then they don't make the turnovers. That team uh, is likely to win that, win the AFC championship. Uh, that I mean, they're a dark horse, but they're my choice as a dark horse too. So now let's look at odds to win the Super Bowl. All right. And 
both the Chiefs and the Patriots are tied at six to one. The Bears are twelve to one. The Rams are twelve to one. The Saints are twelve to one, and the Eagles are twelve to one. So I don't think you would say the Chiefs and the Patriots are head and shoulders above the Bears, the Rams, the Saints, the Eagles, right? So I think that all of those are pretty much the same, even though Vegas Insider is saying something a little different. Um, I think the biggest discrepancy here is when it drops down to the Browns, the Cowboys, the Chargers to 18 to one uh, to win the Super Bowl. There you can see kind of like the talent and the so forth sort of drop off. Uh, the next three are uh, the Packers, the Vikings and the Steelers. They're 20 to one. So right now, Vegas likes, you know, they like the hype with the Chiefs and, of course, the Patriots. They're always in there unless they're not. But they're always in. So you got to figure until somebody beats the champion, they're still the champion, right? Anyway, that'll do it for me. I'll wrap it up for the Super Bowl, my Super Bowl picks, uh, and have fun, guys. All right. Uh, thank you, Pep. That was sick. Uh, much appreciated. Solid picks, by the way. Always with the Pep, bro. You've gotta Crushing just, it. You've got to put some money down early for the Super Bowl picks because if you somehow randomly win, you might get a lot of money back. And you might enjoy that. And you may enjoy that. And so. then reinvest it in our podcast. And you know, you go, yeah. We, you know we, what we I mean? We could use a sponsor. Keep, we could use. Uh, uh, and the number one thing we would we would like to tell you is that uh, our merchandise is still being established. I'm still working on it. It's going to be established by next week, and uh, you'll be able to like buy shirts and hats, and it's all kinds of cool stuff. The logo is incredible, uh, and uh, yeah, packaged baloney. It'll be great. It's it's basically amazing. <laughs> All right, Justin, are you ready for the lightning, lightning, lightning round? round Let's do round, it, bro. Round, 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 round. Okay, so here is my first lightning round question for you, Justin. Um, so based on the Steelers' schedule, how soon do they win a game in the next five? They play the Seahawks next, the 49ers after that, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Chargers. What do you think, Justin? I think they win one out of five of those. And the one mean? being the Bengals. You think they'll beat the Bengals? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Bengals are that rough. As they usually do. As as per usual? Yeah. I don't think Fucking they Fucking Hawkman, Andy Dalton. I don't think they beat the Seahawks. No, no way. I, no way. I think I they struggle with the 49ers. They might be the 49ers, but that'd be very close. Uh, the Bengals. The Bengals look tough. I don't know. Um, the Ravens oh, give look- me a fucking break. Andy Dalton chokes like a fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. Well, the Ravens, they're not probably going to win against, I don't think. No, no way. And then I would say the Chargers. Lamar that- Jackson is crushing you yeah, right now. I would now. say the Chargers, you can just chalk it in as a loss. I feel like, yeah, the, maybe, maybe the Steelers go one and six to open the season or one and five. And then, you know, maybe win a game after that. But it's it's gonna be a rough year if you're this schedules yeah this yeah, schedules brutal dude it's tough um, all right Justin who is the best male UFC fighter of all time Demetrius Johnson and uh, my answer to you I mean I mean of all time are we talking MMA era or are I think we talking we're talking about- UFC just like you know okay Demetrius Johnson then mighty Mouse. if we're if we're talking Mouse, like who we're is mighty. Yeah, if we're going back to like old school boxing era, then that's a whole You're like nother. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck him. Fuck no, I'm Brock talking that's like funny. no, dude. I'm talking like Rocky Marciano, uh, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard. Like you know what I mean? Like those guys mm-hmm. are 
fucking legends in fighting. No, I was just talking UFC. I was talking. Okay, Demetrius Johnson. You think Demetrius Johnson? Without a doubt, best fighter of all time. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say Ronda Rousey. Uh, although I did say best man. I don't know, man. Well, Ronda Holly Holm. Yeah, she's just as good yeah, as she is, man. And she beat the shit out of her twice. I know, and then she retired from the UFC. It's kind of wild. Uh, okay, well, let me say best UFC fighter, right? It's got to be like a champion multiple times. It has to be Demetrius Johnson. It has to be Mighty Mouse. Yeah. He is the most consistent champion they've ever had. They just lost him to the, the one fighting league, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's a, that's a huge loss. Um, all right, so that was 10 seconds left on the clock. All right, let's go ahead and let's ask you the question, Justin. Our next lightning round question is, Who's the best boxer of all time? And I really hope you don't say who I think you're going to say. Go ahead. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. That's better. Yeah, I know you want to, You thought I was going to say Rocky. I was like Rocky Marciano. Yeah. I'm well, like, I mean, dude, he's he is a, the, he's a good boxer. You know what, dude? The thing about Rocky, uh, he used not to... Not just the Rocky from the movies. <laughs> no, it's not the same guy. It's a different not the same guy. And, and, you know, that guy's from Philly. And yeah. by the way, I wanted to get back to this. Yeah. For a second. Okay. While fucking the the Eagles were losing today, 17 to nothing, in the first quarter, the fans started booing. And really? shame Did on, really? yes, oh, yes. I didn't see it. That's, Go back that's and insane. watch the video. Yes. What? They're losing 17 to nothing. Mm-hmm. It's the first half still. Yeah. And they're booing. Yeah. They're yeah, booing yeah. their own goddamn team. Fuck you, still. Like, fuck you, goddamn. Uh, Eagles fans, uh-huh. you guys, are, you guys, are, you never deserve to win a Super Bowl again right. just because of that. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, right. you ready for my best boxer? It's easy. Yeah, hit me, Muhammad Ali. Ah, oh, that's a fucking cheap. That's uh, not a cheap answer. He's amazing. He was amazing in his prime. Yeah, he was, he yeah. Was, he was. Wow. He never fought Rocky. He was the Thunder from he down never, under. He never. He never fought that Rocky. Makes sense. He was. It was the Rumble in the Jungle. Well, well you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what what does it make that's, sense? That's a show in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I, one second on the clock. Oh I think Muhammad God. Ali. Justin. That Pitt, was the gayest defense of anything. Pitt, Rocky Marciano. No, I didn't. You're like, no, no, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> I said Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> oh well, you God. know who beat Sugar Ray Leonard? Who's that, Tommy? Yeah, it was Muhammad Ali. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Listen, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, what we would say is that uh, tomorrow we all hope the Raiders lose. <laughs> yeah, so we not, can laugh. Not that this room is stacked against it. I just feel like John Gruden has heavily wasted a lot of very good talent and gotten people out of there. I don't know who's replacing that talent. Maybe they're more better. No, than I but this is the but. thing. Everybody thinks like John Gruden is his fucking great genius coach I and amazing so dad and awesome commentator. And it's like, yeah. look, dude, he's probably a nice guy. I mean, he's, he's not nice. Rachel Ray. I mean, no. like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, it's not the, what? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. he can't be all these great things all at once. Right. None of us are. He's not invincible. No, yeah. he's not. It's well, I think we, 
we've been calling it for like the last four or five months. We're like, the Raiders look like they're imploding. Okay, now they really look like they're imploding. Okay, now it's getting weirder over there. Okay, now suddenly they got Antonio Brown. Okay, now Antonio Brown quit before he even played a game with them. His stats on the Raiders are still, he never did anything. You know what I love about that whole transaction, right? Mm -hmm. From the Steelers to the Raiders to the Pats, is that the Steelers wanted a first and second round draft pick from the Patriots to get Antonio Brown. Right. Right? So the Patriots are like, no, go fuck yourself. He went to the fucking Raiders. He left $30 million on the table, <laughs> yeah. and the Patriots still got him <laughs> for snap. nothing. It's for crazy. For nothing, for a one-year contract. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are geniuses. They've, they've broken the I'm system. I'm doing the wrong job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, I would say this is that uh, the way too early Super Bowl odds. Very excited about that. Um, Pepe will be back. Uh, and crushed it. It's crushed very, it as it's always, very, man. It's very fun to have a weekly podcast where we can just talk about the NFL, about the games we watch, about you know things that are going on. I love the the fact that uh, we can keep talking about this with you guys. Uh, tune in. It's going to get even better from here on out. And keep listening. And uh, you know. I would say this, uh, go to smacktalkpodcast.com, send us a lightning round question. If not, uh, look us up on Facebook and Instagram, Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. And uh, yeah, keep listening, guys. Keep talking smack. One love. One love. Bye.